This podcast is sponsored by Echonos, maker of the Cosmos handheld ultrasound. Cosmos is redefining point-of-care ultrasound by bringing the power of AI and advanced features like CW, PW, and auto VTI trace to a handheld device. Critical care practitioners can now do more with the handheld system than ever before. Cosmos uses trusted technology and works on compatible iOS and Android tablets. Learn more about Cosmos by visiting Echonos.com slash podcast. That's E-C-H-O-N-O-U-S dot com slash podcast. Hello and welcome to the 2023 Critical Care Congress edition of the Society of Critical Care Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Diane McLaughlin. Today, I'm joined by Sarah Bain to discuss critical care ultrasound expanding throughout the world. Dr. Bain is the Division Head of Cardiovascular, Thoracic, and Structural Heart Anesthesiology at Virginia Mason Franciscan Health in Seattle, Washington. Welcome, Dr. Bain. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Do you have any disclosures before we get started? I have no disclosures. I'll disclose that I have taught at this course, and I'm very excited (laughs) to be talking to you about it. And I think it's really a great course, and it's changed a lot over the last couple of years, so I think that's a great place to start. What in the world is a SMART course? Okay. Well, I was just to kind of tell people like what our course used to be like. So we've been running this course for over 10 years and pre-COVID, we would do everything in person. So we would offer this course. It started to, you know, just at Congress and it was a two-day course. And so if you were an attendee, you would be there for two full days with us. And it was getting lectures in person from expert faculty and then interspersing that with hands-on training at the bedside with live models. Then COVID hit and we had to shut down everything like the rest of the world. And in order to kind of continue to optimize ultrasound training, you know, and spread it, and we recorded all our lectures and offered a virtual course without the hands-on. And then just last August, we came back in person and decided to continue with the lectures virtually so the attendees would have access to the lectures prior to the course to review and study and then come in and we would have a really intense nine and a half hours of hands-on training with that faculty. Oh, wow. And they have access to those lectures for more than just before the course, right? Yeah. So they get access to the lectures a few months beforehand. And in fact, as soon as they really sign up and then they've got it for two years after the course to review. So it's so an they, incredible opportunity to have this kind of you know data at their fingertips. Yeah. And they have that jam-packed day where they really get hands on yeah. the probe and then they can review it with the lectures that are recorded. Absolutely. And we also offer them free access to the ebook that we created with this ultrasound committee. And it's the comprehensive critical care ultrasound book. We're on our second edition. And so they get free access to the ebook. We also offer a physical hard copy if you wanted that in your ICU to reference. So between that and the lectures, and it's, I think, over nine hours of lecture material and then the full day of hands-on with our faculty. That's kind of what we're considering our SMART course now. So who are the faculty We have the best faculty, as you know. (laughs) And I mean, and I will say this, I have never worked with a group of people like this ever in medicine or non-medicine. It is the most dynamic, passionate group of our faculty that come together. And it's just a breadth of knowledge, experience in different specialties. We have, like, you know, a number of advanced practice practitioners. We have a number of physicians that spread through the specialties of internal medicine, emergency medicine, infectious disease, cardiac anesthesiology, pulmonary medicine, critical care medicine, of course, we're all critical care providers, and neurocritical care as well. So everybody brings something special to the table. So... 
It's a really fantastic group of people. And I know the ultrasound committee really put in a process to select faculty so that it was fair and transparent and to make sure that all these groups were represented. Yeah. All faculty are vetted. Either they've been recommended by current or previous faculty, they've been trained by current or previous faculty, and we then bring in new faculty as mentees now. And so they get to come into the course and they teach, but we're mentoring them during the teaching sessions. And then they come back for the next course that we offer as full faculty. Yeah, that's been a cool addition over yeah. the, the last two courses that I've seen is a way to bring people on board and see like what's already been so successful and still add their knowledge and expertise. Yeah, I think it's working really well. It's, it is fairly new too. I don't remember that when I first started the course, maybe five years ago. And I think it's been fun and it takes a little pressure off new faculty because they get a chance to see how we do it and pair them with much more seasoned faculty as well. So it's been, I think it's worked well. And then the attendees at that station kind of get a two for one and they get, you know, a different perspective coming from each of those providers. One walking around. So we're actually, we just had the course the last two days, station to station. This is the first time I've kind of shadowed in on some of my off time and everybody does add their own flavor while still everybody gives the same fundamental skills with their little tips or knowledge or experience. It's really neat. It is really neat. And I think again, it goes to say who our faculty is. I mean, again, just not just where they're coming from in terms of institution and specialty and background, but we're also getting some of the, you know, the top level providers in critical care medicine across the country. We have chairs of the department. We have division heads of departments. We have program directors, associate program directors. So these people are really involved in education and teaching and the next generation. And they're there because they just, they love ultrasound, right? I mean, every single person there that's teaching just loves ultrasound. They could talk about ultrasound all day. So I think it's really fun. They really are the people that are leading ultrasound worldwide. So it's like being in the room with all of your idols. Right. (laughs) All the people that are listed on the book cover are there, you know, and they have just this breadth of information and we can go, you know, as superficial or as deep as necessary, depending on the attendee's background and really try to give them the best experience we can in a short amount of time, you know, beyond coming to your institution and spending months with you, you know, scanning. This is, this is what we can do. Yeah, even as faculty, I learn something new every single year. Me too, every single year. And I rewatch the lectures all the time on my own and feel like I pick things up all the time. So let's talk a little bit about who's attending the course. Yes. Because I've seen that change over the last couple of years. So who is the course really designed for? You know, I was thinking about this because we're trying to target the right audiences. But really, if you have an interest in adding ultrasound skills to your clinical work at the bedside, this course can be for you. I think that we are currently calling it, you know, the fundamentals course, and we do offer an advanced course, and I can talk about that in a little bit. We are adding a introductory to ultrasound course, and this is going to be starting at Congress 2024. So I feel like with these levels of courses, we can basically target any level of experience. And so if you've never held a probe in your hand, we can make this course worth your while if you do some pre-work. 
if you've been scanning kind of on your own and maybe got a little experience in training, but not that much, you know, before ultrasound really took hold, we can also make this worth your while because, you know, just teaching you a little bit more, all those tips, all those pearls about how to optimize your images and what to do with those images. And then for those who are coming out of training, maybe a little bit more recently, do have some ultrasound experience, you know, are familiar with the machines, then the advanced course can really target and push them to next level in echocardiography. This was the first time that I actually saw a bedside nurse attend, and she yes. said that she was attending because she wanted to bring ultrasound to the rapid response team, and it I kind of blew it. my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're starting to see that. We definitely have a lot of advanced practice practitioners. We've got an attendings. We do get some fellows and residents. I haven't seen a lot of medical students yet, but I think they're getting it in their training already. But like I said, if you want to incorporate ultrasound into your daily work, this is a great course no matter who you are. What really is the difference between these courses, if we were to narrow down on that a little bit? Well, so we are designing this introduction to ultrasound course that, again, that we're going to be rolling out next year. And I think that is going to be focused on people that have never held a probe, that this is really, really new to, and that we can walk you through from very, very beginning basic aspects of the machines, knobology, what these views are, and how to get your windows and go through there. And that'll be a half-day course, likely, with three to six stations. And then the fundamentals course, I think we can maybe look at a little bit more as an intermediate course where you've got a little understanding of what things are supposed to look at, but let's really kind of perfect your imaging quality, what you're seeing on the screen and giving you know your eye a better understanding of normal, abnormal pathology, et cetera, and then getting you through those. And we're talking echocardiography, lung, and FAST. And there are some actual advanced type measurements that even in the fundamentals course that you get. We are doing that. And I think that that's why I was kind of referring to it as an intermediate course. I think that attendees will get what they want from the course based on their level. And then they always have the lectures to go back to and reference. We are doing, you know, Doppler in our intermediate course. We're looking at things like cardiac output. We're looking at volume status, utilizing Doppler and measurements. And I think that's something that likely sets us aside a little bit from other introduction to ultrasound courses. And if you get really interested in that and want more of it, I think our advanced course is then the next step to go to. And I would think, you know, having a little time between those courses that we can talk about, but the advanced course is going to focus on primarily more complex pathology and assessment of cardiac dynamic changes and hemodynamics and valvular assessment and and diastology. So a lot more on the echocardiography aspect. That's a question I get all of the time that people say, okay, well, I'm here, I'm at Congress, I signed up for the fundamentals course, can I come tomorrow and do the advanced? So we've done that the last two sessions, because again, just coming back from COVID, back in, you know, in person, but I'm finding that while it's convenient because you're physically there and can do both hands on, you're probably not getting what you want to get out of it if you gave it some time between the courses. And I think now we're looking at that six months or even a year between taking the fundamentals course and then taking the advanced level course. And I think what we are really wanting to emphasize to attendees is that they, they take our first course and then they go home 
and they need to start scanning at their institution. They just got to get a probe in their hands like as soon as possible and keep the probe there. And we are wanting to like facilitate maybe a pathway for them to go home with to say, hey, in your first week home, focus on this. In your second week home, focus on this. And then walk through maybe a six month program where it's because otherwise it's pretty overwhelming. There's so much to know about ultrasound and where do you even start and how do you you know, start perfecting this huge body of data that we just kind of gave to you in nine hours. So I think then going through that and then coming back to the advanced, it would make so much more sense. And then you'd really be able to take the skills that you would learn and actually put them to work. It's funny because we did not talk about this before, but <laughs> that's a message that I kept hearing everybody say is you take this course, you listen to these lectures, but you have to go home and scan You've people. You've got to scan because it's like, and then what? And I think it can be a little overwhelming. I really like the idea of the smart course, actually. And I'm really wanting to like for our future attendees to really like drive this home is that take your time watching the lectures. Don't try to cram them in in the 24 to 48 hours or on the plane ride to us. Like take a few months to look at them and maybe just a lecture or two a week and just start at the beginning and walk your way through kind of in the path of the lectures that we give you and let it kind of sink in a little bit. Then you come and do the course and then you rewatch the lectures afterwards as you're scanning at home. But again, ultrasound is all about scanning. It's all about getting that probe in your hands. You just can't learn it if you're doing that. It's not something that you can learn from watching lectures. It's not something that you can learn from reading a book. You've just got to get the probe in your hands. So, And I think that message has been well delivered throughout the, the session where yeah. it's ringing a bell in my ear. <laughs> I know. It reminds us all to do it. Like we should be scanning every patient. If you have the ability and the machines at your institution, but you know, if you can and you're rounding, Take the ultrasound with you on rounds. If you're an anesthesiologist in the OR, scan your patient on the table or in pre-op or in PACU and just start seeing all the examples of normal and abnormal. And our models actually have pathology at times, right? They did. Yeah. Because oh. they're human. <laughs> they're really, you know, a good representation of the patient population, all different sizes and coming with all different comorbidities. So yeah. We yeah. did see some interesting stuff this time. We sure did. <laughs> So how many courses are there that people can sign up yeah. for? It's typically twice a year, is that right? So we've got the courses that we just gave at Congress. So every year at Congress, these are now pre-courses. So it's usually the two days before Congress starts. And these are two separate courses. So one day is a full day of one set of attendees, and then we can do a second day, which is exactly the same for a new group of attendees. So there are technically two fundamental ultrasound courses at every Congress. Then in August, and it's usually the second to third week of August, that we offer the same courses, the fundamental courses in Chicago. So we have a home base in Chicago with SSCM. And so every year we offer these fundamental courses. We were offering the advanced courses along with these fundamental. And like I said, we're going to change the structure, I think, in the next year to two years and have the advanced course maybe paired with our ECHO course. So we are working with the ASE and MBE to do a three-day course of intense lectures to get people ready for the critical care ultrasound exam that usually is held in January. And I think that is the best time I'm pretty sure that we'll find the advanced course could be utilized. It's not totally set yet, but we're working on the details. And now we have people, you know, Society of Critical Care Medicine is an international organization. Yeah. 
but we have opportunities everywhere if somebody wants to learn ultrasound. Can you tell me about some of the places that we're actually teaching? I mean, we really are a global organization now. We have a number of countries that we've held courses in. So I know we've held in-person, probably in the last five to seven years, we've sent faculty to various places to teach and also to lecture. And that includes Abu Dhabi and Colombia. We actually have a group of 10 people going to Ukraine in March. And they'll be teaching ultrasound for, I believe, two and a half weeks. And so it's really exciting. We also have virtual courses that we're doing in China and Singapore right now. And I think there's a few more countries that we're readying to roll this out as well. So we haven't been able to send anybody in person yet to China or Singapore. And I think we had been ready to do that right before COVID in 2019. But we're doing a train the trainer instead and where we're able to train their attendings and then they're going to turn around and be able to train likely hundreds of people, which is really exciting. And it's it's all starting with SSCM. So they send like their top guys over here and then they get to boot camp with our yep. awesome faculty. Yeah. And we do a lot of this virtually. I mean, Zoom and COVID really changed the world and how we can like interact internationally. So we are on the phone and we're doing things online and I've been part of their Zoom Congress in China. So... And then if there's one thing that you would want people to know about the course, what would it be? Maybe a couple things. I would say, (laughs) I think what sets us apart as the SSCM ultrasound course and has for many years is one, we've been doing this a long time, but it really is the faculty, the people that come to teach you at these courses love ultrasound and they love critical care and they love taking care of patients. There is such a deep level of passion for this and it's infectious and not to sound like a little corny, but (laughs) the energy I feel when I'm with these people, it energizes me for the next year when I go home and I'm taking care of patients. It just is a great reminder of why we all went into medicine. And I think it's really exciting for everybody to be together. And I get it too from our attendees. It's just like, you know, an incredible like burst of energy and how to go back, especially in this world of burnout and kind of fatigue. And I think that's a huge part of this is that there's so much love for this and ultrasound can change your practice. It really can if you do it in a safe, responsible way. And that's what we can help with. We can teach that and facilitate that for you when you go back to your institution and the quality of patient care improves. So many aspects are so positive. Can I make one comment on that? So I was trying to explain that feeling to somebody and I said, it feels like you're in a room full of superheroes and they're sharing like their superpower with you, like x-ray vision. But it really is that feeling, you know, because everybody there is just at the very top level that you could possibly be at. And you know, saving the world. It's, it is yeah. corny, but, but it, it is. It's like a super, way. it's like and a superpower. And you get in the bog sometimes when you're like working so hard. We all work so hard. And I think these are the moments that we come together and we remind each other that it's so worth it. But ultrasound is power. And, you know, like they say, power comes responsibility. So, so, <laughs> so we have to do it in a responsible way. So this is, this is the great way to do it. So what are the other things? I cut you off on that one because I was excited to share my superhero analogy. (laughs) I I thought like when you had asked me, like, what are the things I'd want people to know about the course? I think that if you're going to come to the course, the best thing you can do 
is to prepare is that to watch the lectures, spend time like absorbing them, let it marinate. Like it's so much information. It is overwhelming. We cover so much in this course. There's so much that we can do with ultrasound that is evidence-based now. And there's so much that's coming out. And we just curate it all from all of the literature, from all of the textbooks, from all of the journals, from all of these top institutions in the country and internationally. And we're curating it as the faculty and putting it together. And these are fresh lectures every couple of years. I mean, we're on the cutting edge. But if you don't watch those and you don't take the time, then everything that we're doing on hands-on might not make sense. And you want to come in and optimize those few hours that we get with you. It's only a day. And you get, like you said, all the superheroes. And you want to like make sure you're ready, you know, to absorb everything that they can give you. And then so doing that and then just planning that you've got to go home and start scanning is that you can't have a gap. You can't just say, I'll do it later. And then six months later, it's just going to all be lost and you'll feel like you need to do it again. All right. Well, any other points that you'd like to bring up? Otherwise no. we can wrap it up. No. Yeah. I hope, I hope to see all of you with us. Like we're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. It's a great course. Yeah. So this concludes another edition of the Society of Critical Care Medicine podcast. For the Society of Critical Care Medicine podcast, I'm Diane McLaughlin. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Bain. Thanks so much. This podcast is sponsored by Econos, maker of the Cosmos handheld ultrasound. Cosmos is redefining point-of-care ultrasound by bringing the power of AI and advanced features like CW, PW, and auto VTI trace to a handheld device. Critical care practitioners can now do more with the handheld system than ever before. Cosmos uses trusted technology and works on compatible iOS and Android tablets. Learn more about Cosmos by visiting Econos.com slash podcast. That's E-C-H-O-N-O-U-S dot com slash podcast. Diane C. McLaughlin, DNP, AGA CNP, BC, CCRN, FCCM is a neurocritical care nurse practitioner at University of Florida Health, Jacksonville. She is active within SCCM, serving on both the APP resource and ultrasound committees, and is a social media ambassador for SCCM. This podcast was recorded during the Society of Critical Care Medicine's 2023 Critical Care Congress. Access essential education online through Congress Digital. More than 120 sessions are available on an easy-to-use platform. Continuing education credit is also available. Some SCCM members receive complimentary access to Congress Digital. To learn more, visit sccm.org slash congressdigital. Join or renew your membership with SCCM, the only multi-professional society dedicated exclusively to the advancement of critical care. Contact a customer service representative at 847 827 6888 or visit sccm.org slash membership for more information. The SCCM podcast is the copyrighted material of the Society of Critical Care Medicine and all rights are reserved. Find more episodes at sccm.org slash podcast. This podcast is for educational purposes only. The material presented is intended to represent an approach, view, statement, or opinion of the presenter that may be helpful to others. The views and opinions expressed herein are those of the presenters and do not necessarily reflect the opinions or views of SCCM. SCCM does not recommend or endorse any specific test, physician, product, procedure, opinion, or other information that may be mentioned.